0: Welcome back to the podcast. I have one of my new co-hosts. We're doing this co-hosting thing. We're going to bring in different podcasters and come on and share what they're up to, what they're doing. And we kind of go back and forth, share some suggestions and tips back and forth. It's fun. And today my co-host Maria is here. Maria is going to talk about her new podcast. It's coming. Ta-da. And uh, we're excited to kind of have this conversation. We talk about um, getting our podcast on Apple. And we talk about hosting sites. We talk about a little bit about microphones and a little bit of tech. Um, and we have a really interesting idea of when the question came up about intro and outro music. Hmm. Interested? Yeah, we have a, a suggestion. And I think it kind of caught Maria off guard. And I think she's going to go with this as an option for music coming up here on the Out of podcast series. You're here, I'm here, Maria's here. Let's enjoy the conversation. Here we go. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is the How to Podcast series. I have a co-host. Yes, not a guest, a co-host. And uh, Maria's here with me today. We are going to be talking about the beginning stages of podcasting, setting up, getting Getting ready and doing all that stuff, all that background work before we hit record. And uh, Maria's got a great business she's working on, and I'm inspired to talk to her today. Welcome to the podcast, co-host.
1: Thank, thank you very much, Dave. I'm excited to co-host with you. This is exciting.
0: Have you been a co-host before?
1: No, I've been a guest many times, so I I, I know that route. So I'll try to keep up.
0: Okay, well, I'm I'm, I'm likewise. I'm going to have to try to keep up with you. Because you sent over some information before we chatted, and I've been going through looking at it. You've got some great thoughts some great questions from your point of view. And I'd love to kind of go down that path a little bit. Before we jump into all that, um, you just shared a great story about singing the Canadian National Anthem, which made me ha- real happy. We've talked about coffee and what Double Double is between, compared to Double Double in Canada and Sweet and Light. So there's so many things we've already talked about that people haven't even heard. But we. This is fun for us. Anyway, tell us every. Tell everybody where you are in the world, and a little bit about uh, your business.
1: Yeah, so I am in Connecticut, in the United States. Uh, I it's a it's a small state in New England. Um, when I travel extensively in the United States, a lot of people will say, "Oh, is that near New England?" And I said, "Oh, no, it's in New England. Uh, it's one of the one of the small states in New England." Um, I uh, went to school in Buffalo, New York, so I'm very familiar with Canada, very close to Canadian. Um, my friends in Canada, spent a lot of time in Toronto, so um, had a, had wonderful experiences up there. Um, and my business is a home organizing business. It's called Bliss This House. And what I do is home organizing. I can do it virtually. So uh, what we were talking about earlier. So really, you can contract with me. And then we can set up a Zoom. And you can put me on your screen in your closet. And we can go through your closet. I don't have to be there. So we can work together anywhere in the world. As long as I'm awake, we can work together. And, um, and then I come, I also, you know, I work best when I'm in your home, you know, really touching your stuff and helping you. Uh, and what, what we do is basically we, um, evaluate the, what the space should be and how you want to use it. Um, we declutter, that's a very important part. Never skip the declutter part. Then we organize and we, um, I try not to sell you things that you don't need. You know, I'm not a big organizing um, box or inserts or things like that. Those are all very useful and very helpful. But I have organized someone's kitchen with leftover diaper boxes. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really about using what you have and, and making it work. Um, I'm a very sustainable person, um, so I don't like to use a lot of the plastic in our industry. I like to use what's around. And then at the end, I elevate your space, and I make sure that I leave you very happy. Um, The goal of organizing, decluttering, is so that you find the things in your home that light you up. Um, So if you have your wedding photo on your mantle along with... You know, 700 glass bunnies that you have totally stopped looking at—you've become blind to. Um, take those bunnies off your mantle, put them away. You don't, you don't like that collection anymore. Maybe give them away. You don't, you don't use that collection anymore. And bam! Oh my gosh, look at that! Your, your wedding photos on your mantle. Imagine that. And then you remember how great that guy is that you were married. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really about elevating your space and finding the things that light you up. I, you know, a lot of people ask me if I'm a, a minimalist. And I am definitely not, um, you know, I want you to have stuff and I want people to enjoy their stuff. That's, that's the end of the day is I want you to enjoy your stuff. I just don't want it to get lost.
0: Yeah. To think that you might have something that's sitting in a box in a closet somewhere, you haven't seen it in years, but you love it. If you can remember where you put it and you're like, well, is it serving you? Like all this stuff that you have doesn't light you up in the sense when you can't even see it, but you're just buried by all this, all this stuff. And it just, I guess it just, it impacts you in your life, the clutter, right. it clutters everything, yeah. your mind, everything, right?
1: So I, I have a funny story. We, um, tackled the garage after many years of just, you know, I'm a, I'm a professional organizer, but even my garage gets overwhelming. You know, I live with other people in my house and they put stuff in the garage and so we tackled the garage last summer, and I was taking out all sorts of things, broken things, things the kids didn't use anymore, all sorts of stuff. And I found my hockey stick from college that I had saved. And I could not believe it. I, I it was it was in my garage. I mean, I haven't been in, in college in 20 years, and this hockey stick was waiting for me. It was buried. And so I brought that, I liberated that hockey stick and I brought it up and I put it in my in my in my closet so that I could see it every day. Day and remember
0: those good times so now for any canadian listener you just won over the country by saying hockey by the way so <laughs> well done and as we had talked before you actually were was the official singer of the canadian national anthem for hockey events in your community which is quite amazing so if you if you if anything if you need somebody to sing the canadian national anthem yeah, so I went to school
1: in Buffalo, New York, and I learned the Canadian National Anthem there, and we, um, when I got back to Connecticut, I moved back to Connecticut, um, I um, happened to just get involved with the local hockey team, the Wolfpack, which is an AHL hockey team, because we lost our whalers when I was in college, mm-hmm. and... Um, And so I just happened to mention that I knew the Canadian National Anthem. I auditioned for them one day. And then that was set off two years of being their official singer. Every time a Canadian team came, they needed a Canadian singer. Uh, for for the anthem, and so they, it was it wasn't a double shot. I didn't sing the American national anthem too. They had <laughs> someone else sing that. I was just there for the Canadian national anthem.
0: Well, thank you for representing Canada for us. We yeah, my pleasure. That. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, okay, so you have a business. I love this. Um, congratulations on having business. I have a small business as well, and I created a podcast for my small business during the pandemic because we were physically closed we had a store we have a retail store and we had to lock the doors for six months and walk away Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like the store is full of stuff i can't let you in we're closed but how do i stay in touch with my community how do i build a community and i came home to my wife one day and i'm like i think we need to start a podcast and her response what's a podcast (laughs) she had no idea what that was she's like i have why would we do that what does this mean? And so together, um, we combined our forces as a husband-wife team, and we started a podcast together. And be- before the before the pandemic, we had customers shopping in our area of the world because we live in Niagara. So people would come and see Niagara Falls, and they would they would see us at events, and then they would buy something and take it home. So we would have products that would go to Japan and New Zealand, Australia, and Britain because people would take them home with them. So our products were moving around the world on their own. And we thought, if we could have a podcast, we could reach out to our customers that have gone home and share Upcycle Canada, our business, with them and kind of continue to build community even though we were closed. Mm -hmm. So I love podcasting for anybody with a small business, any entrepreneurs, anybody that's building something. A podcast is like a really good business card. It just lives everywhere forever. I love this. It's a great resource. So is that kind of what you're thinking about for your business? You want to build yeah, something like that? You
1: know, yeah. And, you know, Emma, also I'm a consumer of podcasts. And so I thought if if I'm a consumer, then I should be a purveyor of them as well. And I love um, driving around. Um, I commute for my children, my um, children have activities. And so I'm always in the car driving around and making sure they're, you know, mom taxi service. And so I'm uh, driving around and I'm listening to podcasts and I don't, I don't want to lose that time. I want to engage myself. I want to think about things while I'm doing that. And so I, I listened to interesting podcasts as much as I can. And so I thought, you know, this would be a really great opportunity to, to, bring some knowledge to this, to this sector. Um, you know, it's, and it's not just about, um, decorating. It's not just about organizing your stuff. It really can be, I've worked with clients that, um, I I worked with a client who was in the midst of an anxiety attack and they contacted me. She contacted me and she said, I'm having a panic attack. Let's zoom. Let's get in my closet Let's fix one small thing in my life and that will make me feel better. You know, and so organizing can actually make you feel better. And it's, you know, it's not, it, it might make, seem like you're overstating that, but but I've seen it work. You know, if you, if you get your meal planning in order and your drop zone where you put all your mail and you always know where your keys are, your, your life is better because you're more organized and you know what you're having for dinner and you know where your keys are in the morning so you can get out the door faster. It's, it's easier. You, your life is a little bit better. Um, you know, you're still going to have the same problems uh, with other things, but your life, your home should be moving smoothly. And, you know, if I can bring some knowledge to that space and, and help consumers, Get that information in a, in an interesting way, then that's the that's the route I want to take.
0: So a great question for all new podcasters is: Have you defined your audience? Do you know who you want to talk to
1: for your podcast? Yeah, I think I'd like to. I'd I'd like to talk to the consumer. I'd like to talk to the client. You know, I'd like to to talk to the person who. Um, is is my ideal client, and that is probably a mom who manages their household, who probably has a job, um, who likes to have a clean and organized house, but has gotten a little out of control, has a few kids, uh, has sports equipment, doesn't know where it should go. Um, you know, I, there's there are organizers that deal with chronically disorganized people and hoarding and I'm mm-hmm. not that person so I don't want to really get into that um kind of level of care <laughs> um so you know it's it's more it, it's more the the person who just says well I got to find some place for this equipment I got to find some place for this mail I got to find some place for these shoes
0: yeah yeah so that's a good that's a good point you need to determine who your podcast is for but also who your podcast is not for um, because you need a focus. And the one thing that I've heard a lot of podcasts about podcasting talk about is that if you are too broad, then you're going to speak to really no one because you're not really brought down to, they call it a niche or a niche, however you want to say it, but you're brought down to a, a community that you can build around. And it seems weird to say my podcast is not for you. That feels strange, like you're like segregating or pushing somebody away. But if you if you're too broad, you're not going to hit your target. So you really need mm-hmm. to focus in as much as possible. So I like the fact you've already mentioned who you're not looking to serve. Doesn't mean that you're not your content's not going to help them, but that's not your main focus. I love that. That's a great. That's a great point.
1: Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, I went through and I came up with a bunch of content, you know, weeks and weeks of ideas for topics and things like that. And, um, you know, and, and really, it comes down to just, you know, tips and tricks and inspiration. And some of it's design, some of it's, you know, so some of it, it, it goes to the decluttering, the organizing and the elevation which I talked about earlier. And so some of it speaks to the decluttering and tips for that. Some of it's inspiration for how to make your home beautiful. Um, you know, things like that.
0: Okay. Um, so do you have a name for your podcast already? Are you working yeah, on that? I think I'm going to call it, it
1: bliss this house to keep okay. on brand. Okay. Um, so something about me that, um, you know, that a lot of people don't, I mean, I'm, I'm, people who know me know, um, I'm a practicing Buddhist. And mm-hmm. so the, um, the bliss is the, is the Buddhist aside. Um, so it's about finding enlightenment and bliss. And so that I, I feel like informs my business practices. And so okay. I wanted to keep it kind of consistent.
0: Beautiful. Um, have you done any searches on your name? Is anyone else there in podcast world using something? No similar?
1: podcasts. There is one blogger in um, California who is not very active, who has a bliss this house, and I um, not does not have a website or anything okay. like that.
0: It's so one good thing to check out, right? Um, yes, the, the I did that why... when I
1: when I launched my website and started my yeah. Facebook group and all that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the website's good. Um, the reason why is I've actually talked to one podcaster and they were going to pick a name. But it was already out there and there was a podcast. It wasn't active, but they they were going to pick the exact same name. The problem was the other podcast that wasn't active had terrible ratings, like comments and stuff, um, about the podcast.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Cause you don't want to get somebody else's bad press.
0: No, you don't want to be lumped in together and they're like, Oh, that's, just, that's them and it's not. That's not fair to you. So. Just be careful. Yeah, I
1: thought, I thought that I would probably say like, you know, be very specific. Bliss This House, a home organizing podcast or something like that.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, that's great. Um, so as somebody that's new to podcasting and you're, you're in that development stage, I love that you've already got content. That's a big thing. And being an organizer, <laughs> you're organizing your content. That makes a lot of sense. Um, but the fact that you're already working through that, that's amazing. So what are some of the questions that you have in your mind as you kind of think about the, uh, just the beginning stages of creating this, what are some of the things that you're kind of thinking through?
1: Um, So one of the things that I was wondering about was I wanted to use the, use the podcast to also develop a blog. So you, you know, transfer, you know, we had talked about that in an earlier conversation, transfer what I had said, not necessarily word for word, but use it as a, a, use the topic for a blog, as well as a podcast, and then maybe even a YouTube video, because I'd like to start getting into YouTube videos, um, you know, I have a, I have a best friend who works in HR and she's very meaningful about how supportive she is. You know, she's very sweet. She's like, you should make more videos. I'm like, yeah, I should get a degree in making videos. You know, oh, yeah. And it, it's not as easy as that, but you know, she'll send me videos and she'll say, you should do a video like this. And I'm like, oh, that, that's great. Except, you know, I have no concept how to do that, but I can record my interviews and I can post them on YouTube and, you know, we can start there and I can build my business that way and I can build my growth that way. So my, my question with that is, am I overreaching?
0: If you can be, okay, so Google owns YouTube. So if you want to be found, you want to be found on Google. And if you can be found on YouTube, again, owned by Google, that's going to help you be seeing more places. So there's many different ways to be on YouTube as a podcaster. You can put your video, just like we're doing right now, people can watch us talk. Um, you'll hear people say these are talking head videos. Not as engaging as a movie, right? You know, because it's just two people talking. So it's good, but people can visually see us have a conversation. That's one way. You can do, an, an um, they call them a static post. So it's a picture with your mp3 the recorded content behind a photo so that nothing moves on the screen but you can still hear it some people like it some people don't like it i personally will listen to youtube and put my phone in my pocket so i'm not actually watching it but i can still get the content the nice thing about that is youtube will transcribe what we're saying and make the words for you they're not always perfect but they're pretty close so that's a nice thing to have because YouTube wants to translate it into written text. Written text is what Google likes. Google loves words. Google doesn't like video as much. So mm-hmm. that's kind of that thing. So the other thing you can do, though, is you can take your content, depending on how much time you have. That's the big thing. And a lot of podcasters, I think, um, underestimate how long it takes to make all this happen and get discouraged upfront because they're like, this is way too much. me to do and I don't have any income I can't hire anybody to do this so now I'm stuck doing it all by myself and I'm spending hours and hours and hours doing a blog doing YouTube editing my stuff posting it and you know they get tired and that's sad because I'd rather see somebody start small and build as they get their skills and they hone their skills and they start developing more then start adding things on Coming out of the gate with everything, unless you have time or you have money, because you're either going to pay for things with your time or you're going to pay with things with money. That's your two choices, right? The other thing I would suggest for YouTube is doing like a small clip. So let's say we're talking about organizing your garage. That's your topic for your podcast episode. You can release it like this as 30, 40 minutes of a conversation with an expert in organizing your garage that you have on as a guest or you doing it yourself, or you can do like smaller content. And maybe there was four great tips that were shared in the podcast and you break those down into four smaller videos. Maybe they're five, 10 minutes. That's a little easier to do than a 40 minute interview and all that work. So maybe you can Mm -hmm. take the content and then reshare it in a different way, just with your phone. You know, you can get on, you could use that on social media, you can use it on YouTube and you can just post that to YouTube and say, here's a tip on organizing your garage. What I suggest is number one, this, and then do another video. Number two, do this. Number three, number four. And you've pushed that up into YouTube and there's content there. So there's many different ways of looking.
1: You were talking about, um, you're going to pay with your time or you're going to pay with your money. You know, do you use a, a third-party uh, editor?
0: Not at this point. Um, for all of my audio, the stuff that I do with all my podcasts, I was using a software called Audacity, which is a free software. Um, and I've been using Audacity before there were podcasts. So that's a long time ago because I do music. So I would record people in the studio setting and then I would send out our practice to the band so they could rehearse at home. So I've been using Audacity for many, many, many years. So my things that I've learned over the years doing that, I was able to apply to podcasting. So it made it a lot easier and a lot faster for me. And for me to explain to somebody else how I want it to sound, I could basically do it in the same time myself. So that's just my way because of using it so long. Um, the, the problem is, for me, I have six podcasts that I do every week. And I have interviews, I have scheduling, I have production, I have editing. I have six different websites, six different sets of social media sites. So I'm, I'm balancing all these things. And I'm actually at the point with one podcast where I have 100 episodes in seven months. And my, and my hosting site only allows me to post 10 or 15 episodes a month. So I have enough podcasts to take me to February next year. And this is September. They're all done. They're recorded, ready to go. And my guests are like, hey, where's my podcast? And I'm like, I... So I'm using YouTube as a static image. with just a photo and the MP3 behind it and putting those on YouTube so that my guests aren't waiting. So I can do a recording like this and put it on YouTube within a day. So my guests get a medium. And they love it because they can start promoting it. And what I tell my audio audiences is if you want an advanced look at what's coming next February go to YouTube right Mm -hmm. the other nice thing about it before we jump off of that is YouTube is a great storage location so just imagine if you have multiple episodes and your computer or whatever you're using takes a break and deletes your files they're gone so By me loading these to YouTube, I can always go access them and pull them back down. So I'm treating YouTube as a storage location. So I have a backup of all my stuff, and it just lives on YouTube, and I get 10, 20, 30 visits. It's fine. It's there as like a backup. backup. So I use that. Yeah. There's lots of great free tools out there. You don't have to spend a lot of money to do any of this. It's going to be time. So be real realistic with your time. If uh, you have the time to invest in YouTube and blogging, uh, they're gonna definitely help you again bloggings words and YouTube is video so that's a great combination
1: And I see you have a microphone do yes. I and do I need a microphone a better webcam do I you know what kind of equipment do I need?
0: So for me, I went with I'm in a base yeah. I'm in a basement right now. I'm in a basement of my house, and I'm surrounded by carpet all over my floor. I have a fireplace here, which is nice in the winter. i put that on. Um, I bought two lights, which are shining up on my ceiling, which light up my basement really nice. Um, I have my microphone, and that's plugged right into my computer. It is a USB cord, just like you would have for any other things. So which just plugged right in. That's it. Uh, my camera, I think is a, it's a webcam. It's about $40. Not expensive at all. The microphone, I think, was about $60. And I have music stands because I'm a, a band guy. I've got probably mm-hmm. 50 of these music stands all over my house. So I finally get to use them. So I just put my mic on my music stand and it's here for me. So, um, do you
1: Yeah. Do you do the ring light to light your face or?
0: Um, ring lights, um, there's there's going to be two different responses to that. So people would love it. Ring lights, from what I understand, are really good for putting on makeup because they're flat. Um, so they're not as rich as another light. The lights that I have are up on stands and I can adjust them. They're like what you'd see in a photo. Like somebody taking photos and stuff in their studio. That kind of light, they're up on stands above me um they're a little bit better because they're more natural light than a ring light and if you wear glasses or you'll see it in your eyes you'll see the round that's yeah. uh that's a giveaway that you ring light. it's okay if that's what you can afford great get something to light light you up um but then i lot up these, these funny lights across the back and stuff that's just uh,
1: yeah i'm not using a ring light now um i'm just using my um, overhead light, um, but when I do videos, live videos for my Facebook group, I do a okay. ring light, and I find that it makes my eyes really shine. I'm really impressed with how I how I look. It's definitely a it's it's definitely a look. I look like a YouTube influencer.
0: <laughs> yeah, that a YouTube influencer <laughs> that can break into the Canadian national anthem at any given moment. Uh, at Anytime. Any
1: time, just be careful. Yeah, the biggest
0: thing with tech. And you're going to have a lot of opinions on this, but do use what use what you have. Don't spend a lot of money, um, and 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 just be happy with what you have. And as you develop, you upgrade. So, like for me, I also play music, like I mentioned. I have nine guitars in my house. I have keyboards. I have drums. I have all the all the stuff. And if I treat my music as a hobby and don't invest in it, how long is my music going to last if I'm not even willing to go out and buy a guitar? Right. Nobody's paying me money to play my guitar. I'm doing this because I love it. So I invest in it. When I need something, I go buy it. But I didn't go out and buy nine guitars day one and not know how to play. I started with one guitar, and then I upgraded as I went. So my wife would say I have a problem, but... I see it as, and don't you tell me I need to declutter, um, but I I love my, my music, and, and all my guitars serve a purpose. So for me, yeah. Sure.
1: Hey, they light there you, you go. Up. They light me up. There you they, go. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Let's record that for my You're
1: allowed to keep Wait, them. Wait, say
0: that again so I can tell them. Where.
1: They light you up. You're allowed to keep them.
0: I'm record- we have this recorded. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, so tech-wise, <laughs> just start with what you have. Um, I do... Advise a microphone and headphones. The idea behind headphones is okay. you're not going to hear anything come out of your speakers and go back into your mic. That's feedback, right? And then you get this echo, 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 echo sound in the background. And that's what headphones stop that. So you, when I hear your voice, okay. your voice isn't going through my, head, through my microphone. So that really helps a lot.
1: Okay. All right. And then my last question is, how do you get on Apple?
0: Okay. So now, do you mean you just want to be on Apple?
1: No. I mean, I guess I want to be on like Spotify and all the others, but how I consume my podcasts is through Apple. I, I That's how I get all my podcasts. I guess I listen to some on Spotify um, sometimes. I, I do okay. listen to some podcasts on Spotify and I've listened to some spot podcasts on um, Audible. Um, yeah. And, but um I, I gave up my subscription to Audible, so those are gone. Um, mm. but i I w- just want to make sure that I can get on some sort of platform so that people can find me.
0: Yeah, so you would need you don't submit your podcast directly to any of those directories alone. So I don't call okay. up Apple and say, "Hi, my name is Dave. I have a podcast. I'd like to send it to you." Nobody's going to answer the phone. They don't. Right. They don't. Yeah. So, all of the apps that you've mentioned—Spotify, Google, Amazon—you oh you can even ask Alexa to, to play your podcast. That all comes from a hosting site. So you need to have okay, somebody. Okay, so I who, need a
1: hosting site. Yeah, so
0: that you give them the file and they send it out to everybody.
1: That's kind okay. of how that
0: works. So you have many choices. Um, there are free ones. Some people like. Some people don't like. Like Anchor. Uh, Red Circle, I believe, is another one that's free. They have free plans. You have Buzzsprout. You have Lipson. And then there it just a list that keeps going on and on and on and on. So you can go on YouTube and type in best hosting site. I would just do that, go on YouTube. And you'll find a, people will do a comparison side by side. They'll talk about price. They'll talk about limits. Like how much can you load? per month, uh, customer service, all of that stuff. So what happens is they, you find a hosting site whether you're going to pay for it or it's going to be free. There's advantages and disadvantages to both, by the way. You find a hosting site and then what happens is they give you an address and it's like going in your car and turning the radio on and it's 97.7 Classic Rock. That's That's a radio station, right? So you're your address for your podcast is like a radio station ID. And Apple, Google, they come to your radio station to see if there's something new. And if there is, they load it into their system. So that's kind of how that works. So...
1: Okay, so like every Wednesday, I can drop a new episode.
0: Yeah, now one word of caution. If you were to say to me, Dave, I'm going to have my podcast launch on December 1st. Yay! Okay, that doesn't really... It's interesting. Um, what happens is if you load up your podcast into the system so that people can access it, all these apps, some of them will pick it up quickly, some will take days and days. So, okay. you know, have you heard of like a soft launch for a store where they open the store but they don't really tell right. anybody? And all of a sudden the store is just open and friends and family can come and... right. <laughs> They don't really talk about it. They don't advertise. They have a soft launch, right? Soft launch. You can do that for your podcast. Soft launch. You have a soft launch, and what happens is you just you set it out to everybody, and it might show up on one platform right away, and the other, like Apple's, notoriously slow. But once you see it on Apple, now it's out. Now it's everywhere, and then you do your launch. So, people, one thing I I, I just challenge you to think about is. I heard another podcaster say this, so it's not unique to me to say this, but they said, if you think that a a big launch for your podcast will lead you to success, that's like saying a big wedding will lead to a happy marriage. (laughs) Okay. It's not all about the wedding, right? It's about the relationship after the wedding. Right. Correct. So if you think that... So it, how
1: do I have a good relationship with those platforms after I launch?
0: With the platforms themselves? Yeah. Um, I would suggest um, having... You talked about having a consistent launch schedule. You're saying every second... Uh, you're doing every week or every second week?
1: I think I'm going to do every two weeks, okay. you know, every other week. So one week I'll do myself and tips and tricks and inspiration, just me talking and then and then uh, off a week and then a guest. And so I'll have two to a month, at least for a while um, to see how I can go.
0: Okay. So the one thing I would say off the bat is as far as what you need to start is you need one episode. And what I would suggest is a trailer. So, you know, like you see TV commercials for a movie and you're like, oh, I got to go see that movie. This is this looks a trailer. This episode. looks so good. Right. Because in a trailer on TV or whatever, or on Netflix, they'll show you a trailer. You just like they capture your attention a short amount of time. They kind of give you an idea what it's about, but they don't give it all away. Otherwise, why would you go see the movie for you for your podcast? You're talking to your person, your one person you not, not a group of people, one person. And you're saying, hey, one person, this is my podcast. This is what it's about. And this is why I'm here for you. Right? I can see you. I know you're struggling in this. And I can help you with A, B, and C. My podcast is going to be coming out to help you. And the beauty of a trailer, the beauty of any podcast you have release, it's not set in stone. You can go back. So I have podcasts. Or I did a trailer last year. I just went in and refreshed and re recorded a new trailer and brought it up to, to my current podcast and just kind of said, you know, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. you can change it anytime. And nobody, nobody cares. Like nobody's going to worry about it. If I've gone to hear your trailer today, chances are I'm not going to go back and listen to it tomorrow. But all your new listeners, you can update your podcast anytime you want. If you have an episode that goes out and you're like, oh mm, you can go in and change it, you can alter it, you can do anything you want with it, because it's it's just a matter of replacing the audio file. It's very easy.
1: And I lied, I have one more question. Sure. Um uh what about bump in music?
0: Okay. Um do you mean like at the beginning and the end kind of thing? The intro? Yeah,
1: but yeah, like I really um I like Podcasts that have music, um, I like the just how homey it is, yeah. and 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 you know, it just it 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 adds a it it adds a an editing element to it, which I'm a little concerned about. So I just have to figure that out. I know I have to find something that's free. Yes. Um. Um. So I have to. So I'll have to look. You know. So if you can recommend like a website that has you know, podcast music available, you know, 30 second or 10 second clips of music. Um, so, and then, you know, just what, what should I, what should I look for in, in music?
0: So I would, I, well, you said you listen to podcasts. That's nice. So you're getting an idea of what you like. I've listened to some podcasts and the the host has like seventies disco music. And you're like, well, this is odd. I don't know if I, but the content's great. So I, I kind of skip through it and wait for the content. Um, let it reflect you. Let it reflect your, your business and set the mood. It's, it's really a great thing to have, but don't, I heard another podcaster say, don't have music just for the sake of music. So when I click play on your episode, I don't need three minutes of whatever. And then you talk, right? It's kind of like, And you're in. Like it's just you can talk over top of it.
1: Yeah. No, I'm thinking ten seconds teaser. This is what we're talking about today. Ten seconds. Yeah. This is you know like like teaser. This is what we're talking about today. Ten seconds of music, then my intro, then yeah, you know the content.
0: Yeah. So like one of the free options we talked about hosting is Anchor. Anchor has a library of music and it's all free. So everything that's in there, you can use it all. Now, there's going to be some people who say they don't like Anchor um, because it's free. And there's there's things about that. So um, I have three podcasts on Anchor and I have three podcasts on Buzzsprout. So what I did for my music in one of my podcasts is I found a local musician and I paid him, I think it was $150. And he made me a song and I own the song. No one else in the entire world anywhere has this song. So it's mine. I can do whatever I want with it. I own it outright. So I can post my videos to YouTube. I can post it to to Apple. I can post it to Spotify. And I'll never have a problem because I'm the owner of the song. It's mine. So, and on top of that, I'm supporting a local musician. That's important to me as a musician. So... There's a lot of great places out there that have stuff like that. Um, I have some links and stuff I can share with you. Some other artists that are willing to do this. And so I have a two-minute song. And what he did is he made the song complete. But then he also gave me all of the separate files. So I have a track of just the drum. I have a tra- track of the shaker. I have a track of the guitar. All the different guitar parts. And I get to play with it. So I can mix it and change it up any other way I want in the software. I love that. That's for me as a musician, I love that. So, and then all I do is I, I and there's no words, so it just plays at the beginning, and then I play. Yeah, I have an outro. It's really simple actually. Once you have the file, intro
1: outro, yeah. right? Oh, I love creating that with a local musician having having your own theme song. I love that. So what
0: I would say go go to your local um, music store. Do you have a bulletin board on the wall for people looking to be in bands? Put a little put your business card up, a little note. Hey, I'm looking for somebody who can record a uh, music intro and outro for my podcast. Um, call me with your rates and, um, I want to support a local musician.
1: Oh, I love that idea. I think I'm going to do that.
0: See, and I'm looking for somebody who plays jazz or country or blues or like, you know, if you, you want thrash metal, you know, going on, no, whatever kind you Tibetan want. And then whoever's there will be like, yeah, they, or the O Canada National <laughs> exactly, Anthem, whatever. Exactly,
1: exactly. Who do I contact for those rights? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so any of that stuff would be really good. And again, if you support a local musician, you could even have them come on to your podcast yeah. as a guest and say, hey, everyone, you heard the music at the beginning of my podcast. I want you to meet Hank.
1: Hank made this music. Oh, I love that. Oh, that... You you might just have you might just have made yourself you earned your weight in gold, Dave. That was the best idea ever. I love that.
0: See, and you might have nothing to do with your content, but you know what your community is going to say.
1: She supports local. Oh music. Gosh. she supports local business.
0: So if I have a choice between A or B, I'm picking yeah. you because you demonstrate to me that community matters. So you got me. I'm your new client.
1: Yeah. Oh, I really like that. I really like that. And, okay. and you know, can you imagine if it was a kid, like from the high school?
0: Exactly. So what I do, and I put in my show notes, so those are all the notes that go along with your file when you upload it, is I put a link to my to the person who made my music yeah. and say, hey, did you like my music? Because they'll record for you. Go to this link and tell them I sent you, and they'll record something for you.
1: Oh, I love that idea.
0: And I just posted in every single one of my show notes Ugh. so that people will go to my show notes on their phone and you move through. You can see a clickable link, you click it, and there it is, Jacob Moon. There he is.
1: Love that. So, love that uh, idea. I love that. I'm going to do that. I don't need no stinking free music. I want, I want a local artist.
0: The other thing about free music is you can pick the same song as somebody else.
1: Oh yeah, and and that and that happens right. all the time. I mean, it's so funny when you listen to a podcast when you when you yeah, you're, when you when you consume a lot of them. You know, the like NPR will use a, an outro music, and you're like, "Wow, I've heard that on a podcast." You know, and 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 and, and suddenly you're driving, and you're like having an out of body experience <laughs> because you're trying to figure out where you've yeah. heard that before. But you're right, yeah, a unique. Ah, oh, love that.
0: And the other side, is whoever wow. records for you will promote your podcast because they're on your podcast. They're like, hey, if you want to hear my music, go over to this podcast. Right, exactly. Check out yeah. the podcast because I did the I'm music. Advertising this. for them. And and they're gonna advertise you.
1: Yeah, I love that. At the same time. Love that idea. That's right? great.
0: Sweet. Um so okay, so one thing, remember when we talked about hosting sites? is you want to get your podcast on as many as possible, hosting like as many apps as possible. So when you talk about Apple, keep in mind that 70% of Europe does not have an Apple phone. Okay. So if you want to reach out to Europe, to so UK, all that, they don't have Apple phones. They have Android phones. Okay. So when you tell people, hey, at the end of my podcast, thanks guys for listening. Go to my Apple podcast app. Link in the show notes. Seventy percent of, of of the UK and and England and everything, they don't even know what you are talking about because they can't do it.
1: Interesting. Okay, so what so is you
0: want to make sure that you make it for everyone.
1: What's the What's the app for the UK and other locations?
0: So they just use Android phones. So they're going to use Google, Spotify, all those Spotify. other Spotify. Okay. So just keep that in just keep that in mind because when I listen to podcasts, I am an Android user. I don't use Apple. So when I hear somebody at the end of the podcast say, thank you, go over to Apple, go over to Apple, rate and review my podcast. Well, you're not talking to me anymore. At the beginning of the podcast, you were talking to me all through the podcast, but as soon as we got to the end, I'm out. I can't go to Apple. I can't rate and review. I don't have an Apple phone.
1: Does Spotify so have So now you just lost me.
0: They have, well, they all have different ways of doing it. What I would suggest, and it's free, they have, they have different levels. But if you use PodPage, P-O-D-P-A-G-E, what they do is once you set up your hosting site, so whatever you pick, and remember you get that address that I told you about, that radio station ID? Yep. You get an address. It's called an RSS feed. Once you get that address, you submit it to PodPage. They'll make you a website for your, for your podcast. They'll list all of your episodes as they come out. And on PodPage, doesn't matter what you listen to on, you can go on PodPage and you'll see a listing for Apple, for Google, for Spotify, for Alexa, whatever. There'll be a whole list and you just click it and it takes you right to whatever you like. And right there you can rate and review your podcast. And I would send people there because then you're talking to everybody. You're not just talking to Apple users.
1: Okay. PodPage. keep that in mind. I'm it's just a notes. little
0: semantics... See, yeah, and this will be on the podcast, so you'll be able to see this and hear it again. But um, just keep in mind who you're talking to at the end of the podcast. I think that's a miss on people who are really Apple friendly.
1: Yeah, is you
0: might be not talking to everybody at that
1: moment. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I'd love to have some some clients contact me. You know, foreign contacts and you know people from out of the country and, and contact me. And I don't want to alienate anyone.
0: So when we talk to about, um, transcripts, we mentioned a little bit before about what you're going to put word wise into your, into your documents. Um, remember somebody was telling me this, that we don't write the same way that we speak. We don't speak the same way that we write. So if you write out your transcript, so this happening back and forth between you and I will look very hard to read, um, as a transcript. The advantages of a transcript is if there are people who uh, are hearing impaired and can't listen to a podcast, they can read it. That's great. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's awesome. Google loves words we talked about. But you can also summarize the conversation instead of doing every single point and trying to capture every word. So I use my Google phone. And on my Google phone, there's a record button. And it's just like like a voice memo button. I hit play on my podcast, so my my play, my podcast is playing on my phone. I hit record on my phone, and it tr- it takes my podcast and translates it into words. I take that document and I just send it to myself in an email, as a Word document or a Google document, and I have all my words from my podcast. And I just let my phone work in the background. I'm not doing anything, and it just sends it to me after it's done. And then what I do is I go through and I edit it. I just take the main points out. And I build, I build my notes from that. Instead of, instead of listening to my podcast and trying to type as I listen, I just let my phone do it for me. And that's free. You can pay somebody to do this. You can pay by word, by time. It gets expensive. But if you can just use a free app like that, I'm (laughs) sure Apple has the same thing. You can just let it play in the background and hit record. It'll just record what's on your phone. Cool. Perfect. So I know we've gone for a long time. We've chatted about a lot um anything anything that comes to your mind where it's like standing in your way and you're if i have a one more if i get this answered i know i can go forward is there anything else that you're like
1: "Mm." (laughs) no i think you really answered all my questions i had some really great i you know you had some really wonderful ideas and um you know that that local musician wow that's a that's a big one really excited about that um and uh, so, yeah, hosting app and, and a platform. And yep, got okay. it. So, on got my
0: homepage for my, because I have six podcasts, I have one website for everybody. Um, it's called True Media Solutions.ca, is my website. And on there, I have a resource tab. So, I have a list of all my equipment with clickable links to Amazon. So, you can go there and say, what's Dave's mic? What's his camera? It's all listed there. I don't get any money for any of that stuff. It's just a resource. And I have lists for, Hosting sites, I have lists for all that information. So truemediasolutions.ca, and you'll see the resource tab. So anything we've talked about is already there. Perfect. But um, I would love to, to talk again in the future and kind of catch up and see where you're at.
1: Yeah, once I do my soft launch, I'll, I'll come back on and we can talk all things podcast again.
0: And I need a link to your podcast so I can listen. <laughs> okay? I won't tell anybody because cool. it's soft launch, but uh, yeah. I would really like to be a part of that. It'd be great.
1: Absolutely.
0: So nice having you on. Um, again, if you ever need any help, I'd love to help any way I can. And even if you just need a pep talk or you just need somebody just to kind of listen, I'd love to help you with that.